the easiest way to get started is with podcasts. Okay. Um, podcasts is like the new exciting medium and it's an opportunity for everybody to get involved. What I love about this industry is that the barrier of entry is low. Mm-hmm. Right. So either if you want to start your own podcast, that's an avenue for you to network. It's a great networking tool. But even if you want to guest on other people's podcasts, because there are so many available, you first want to lead by giving value. So you don't want to contact a podcast host and just say that you are interested in coming on because you want to promote yourself and your business. No, you should figure out how can I provide value to the audience that this host has so that I can partner with them and bring something interesting to their networks. So you first want to start off by figuring out, hey, what is the value that I can bring? Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the New Rich Podcast. I'm Dr. Uyi Abraham. And I'm Dr. Faith Abraham. Welcome back, New Rich Nation. So glad to have you. We're excited to have you here today. We have a powerful, powerful episode, a very, very special person. And she has so much that she's going to share that is going to really make a difference in your life. So before we do that, so how have your week been, Dr. Faith? My week has been fantastic and phenomenal. We just got off of a really busy weekend. We were on some different podcasts up and down at the Atlanta streets, but it was fun. How about you? Yeah, it was a great weekend and just so many things happening, beginning of summer and (laughs) trying to accomplish so much. So it's been just an amazing week and looking forward to really taking the summer months to get some things in place towards the fall, you know, which is amazing. And one of those things uh, that I love personally is having our kids learn all the cameras and sound Mm. and lighting because that's the era that we live in. So it... I mean, if we're going to have access to it, they may as well learn it. Right. We're leaving a legacy. Yes. Come on. Legacy, yes. Legacy, legacy. <laughs> That's really awesome. So we have a special guest today. We do. Danielle Jeter. How are you doing? Hello. I am doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me on awesome. your podcast. Thank awesome. you. So we're just going to get into it. So yes. tell, tell, tell us about a little bit more about you and your background and how you got to become who you are today. Sure. So, again, I'm Danielle Jeter and I help CEOs, whether it's high net worth CEOs or corporations really grow and scale their businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have like B2B services and also B2C services, but my expertise really lies in the space of marketing. For the past 15 years, I have been in the industry doing public relations and also communications work, helping all types of brands, institutions, thought leaders, nonprofit organizations, corporations, literally a lot of just different types of businesses really tell their stories and get them out into the marketplace. And as a result of being in the industry for so long, I've been able to build out a framework of teaching other entrepreneurs of how they can market themselves. And then also just taking it a step further by now using AI tools. So, you know, you can look at me as like, now you're like fractional CMO who is just like anything marketing and PR and events, you know, we can get it done for you. But I'm, I'm super passionate now about going beyond, just the marketing component of your business and really helping you with growth strategy and coming up with strategies to help you scale. Awesome. Okay. 
You just said so much, and I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> you said marketing. You said PR. You mm-hmm. said a- incorporating AI. In yep. And you also said one of my favorite things, which is storytelling. Yep. But before we get into that and the business side, how did you even get here? Like, what? what's your story? So, you know, to take it all the way back, at my core, I'm an artist. I'm a dancer. I'm an entertainer. And so, you know, since I was six years old, I've been dancing. I'm a ballet and jazz dancer. And I've allowed my passion to fuel my direction and decisions that I've made with my life. And that decision to dance took me to Spelman College because I wanted to attend an HBCU so I can dance in the band. I saw Drumline and it was like, I have to do that. And so, you know, that style of dance is only at black colleges. So I was that narrowed down my choices there. I was like, okay, so these are the types of schools I want to go to. And as a result, you know, I went, I auditioned, I, I was able to dance on the team and that led me into the world of special events and promotions. Um, so just being in theater and just having a love for community, having a love for bringing people together to share messages, to uplift and inspire people is kind of where that's my root. That's where every, all of this was birthed from. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And so then, and you said you're passionate. I know a lot of our new rich nation are, they're looking for that perfect balance of being able to take care of themselves, but then also being able to take care of themselves financially with a passion, something they're just excited about, but it kind of, it feels like from what you said now, check me if I'm wrong. It was a seamless flow for you from dance into the promotion. Or did you feel like when you first started promotion, like, or, um, events and things like that, like that was a passion for you? It's like I didn't I didn't know where it was going to take me. I just knew that, like, I wanted to create a life that I was going to enjoy, that I was going to be happy, that I was going to be able to do the things that I wanted to do. So I'm, I wasn't motivated by uh, monetary gain. I was motivated by the fact that, like, I have a, I have great talent and I just want to do the things that I'm great at Mm -hmm. and I want to build a lifestyle off of that so I just allowed myself to be open-minded to whatever came that could help me you know keep keep my path going in a way so I didn't I didn't realize even in doing public relations like I didn't go to school for it but it became a natural fit so I just kind of I just literally allow God to just leave my path and and just just always ask that like I can do the things that make me happy that's wow. amazing so how did you learn a marketing PR and storytelling all of this good stuff that you do today how did mm-hmm. you learn it I actually learned on the job so um, out of college I I interned out of college mm-hmm. which is not even like a thing nowadays yeah. you know like unfortunately you know good knowledge yeah I was like okay I'm gonna have to intern because I was I was looking to get into an industry that I didn't have experience in so I said well you know let me let me get some experience and I went to Radio 1 I went back home to Philadelphia after graduating from Spelman here in Atlanta. I said, well, you know, let me go to the radio station. They have a promotions department. I know they do events. So I was interning as a graduate with a degree amongst a class of people who were still in college. Mm -hmm. But I worked my butt off because I said, hey, by the end of this internship, everybody in this radio station who is somebody needs to know who I am. And I need to leave out of here with a bag. Like this needs to translate into an opportunity. And so that's how I began to learn about media production. So I got my start in PR actually producing media, okay. you know, in radio, doing talk radio. 
Nice. And everybody knows Radio One. Shout out to Radio One. Yep. <laughs> uh, so when you started doing that, what did you see? Did you see like there's a whole slew or market of people who did not were not aware of how important this was or you were just working with people who knew it was important. And so they just wanted you to come in and implement in regards to public relations. Mm -hmm. So I began to be seen and known in the city for being a woman in media. So I would get phone calls like, hey, can you do my marketing? Can you do my PR? And I was like, I don't offer those services. (laughs) But then the calls kept coming. I was just like. I'm going to figure this out. Yes. So my best friend, her name is Kendra James. She was a student at Temple at the time. And she came into my business and developed a PR suite of services. And I literally learned on the job. I got mentors. I just figured it out. You know, it's it's really about having the relationships. Mm-hmm. PR is all about relationships. So if I have a relationship to a journalist, to an editor, to a news director, and then I couple that with knowing how to creatively write yeah. and pitch right it's it's you you know being able to be that middle person for your client and the thing about going to Spelman College is no matter what major you were in or what class they always emphasize us writing so I had experience and I had the time to perfect my writing ability yeah. and um, I would call mentors on the phone I literally had a mentor who would like take my phone calls for like 15 or 20 minutes and she would teach me she's like you got to get this quick and she would like run it down on the phone and I would have to take it and run with it so I was like literally hustling like to make it happen but it just came together to the point so much so where Kendra was like I don't want to do PR no more and I got better I got really really good at PR just by continuing to do it and being on the ground and really really making a point to build those relationships wow that's amazing so you know now we're in the online business space you Mm -hmm. know so what are some gems some games that you can give to our audience today on marketing PR. Okay, let me, let me break it into multiple questions okay? <laughs> so that everybody can get the most out of it. Now, let's talk about PR, for example. Okay. So give some really good game, right? Give some really free good, good game on how can somebody get the best or the right PR for their business? If they are hiring a publicist, okay. so when it... Let's say they want to do it on their own. Oh, they want to do it on their own. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I would start... the easiest way to get started is with podcasts. Okay. Um, podcasts is like the new exciting medium and it's an opportunity for everybody to get involved. What I love about this industry is that the barrier of entry is low. Mm-hmm. Right. So either if you want to start your own podcast, that's an avenue for you to network. It's a great networking tool. But even if you want to guest on other people's podcasts, because there are so many available, you first want to lead by giving value. So you don't want to contact a podcast host and just say that you are interested in coming on because you want to promote yourself and your business. No, you should figure out how can I provide value to the audience that this host has so that I can partner with them and bring something interesting to their networks. So you first want to start off by figuring out, hey, what is the value that I can bring? And then all podcasts, they have a niche. So you want to make sure that the message that you have is going to align with that audience, right? Because you have sports, you have entertainment, you have business, you have finance, you have wellness, you have well-being, you have all types of podcasts. So you are going to have a niche and you want to go after those particular podcast shows so that it's alignment and then you can bring value to those audience members. Some people say it's not a good idea to get into business with your spouse. Yeah, they do say that. But we love it. 
Hey, I'm Uyi Abraham. I'm the founder and CEO of Vonza.com. And I'm Faith Abraham, co-founder of Vonza.com. So I was born and raised in Nigeria. So I came to America with just $100 and a suitcase of clothes in search of the American dream. And coming here to America, it was in a bed of roses like I thought it was, you know, and I found myself in abject poverty. Even in the midst of being poor and broke, I found this beautiful lady and had the audacity to ask her to marry me. And we started from scratch, right? Absolutely. We started uh, with brick and mortar businesses. Then we transitioned into online business. But back then it wasn't as succinct as it is now. Yeah, so we found ourselves because one of the things we always wanted to do was that we knew that God's hand was upon our lives. And we knew that we're called to impact millions and billions of people. And then we started creating online courses and coaching programs to help people to find financial freedom and to fulfill their purpose. And in the midst of doing that, you know, it was so cumbersome trying to run a business online because we're using so many different tools, so many different plugins, apps, developers, Zapier, all of these things, and try to tie it all together. It was extremely frustrating and difficult to run a business online. It was, and it required a lot of know-how and technological understanding, which most of us just don't have. So when we decided, you know what, as entrepreneurs, let's solve this problem, because it was a problem. And when God gave us the idea for Vonza, things turned around. Yeah, I remember one day I was trying to create a online course and trying to release it out there. And in the midst of the launch, my plugins, everything broke. It was very, very embarrassing. And I remember how frustrated I was because I was like, why is it that we can send a man to the moon? We have an app on our phone that can bring a taxi called Uber. But yet there's not one simple and yet powerful only one platform that makes it easy to run a business online. So in the midst of that, frustration and being overwhelmed, we decided to create Vonza that can help any entrepreneur, any coach, any creator, or a small business to easily run and grow their business online. Absolutely. So now you know why we love working together because two heads are better than one and two heads created Vonza, the best solution for you to run your online business. With Vonza, you can create your website, your courses, funnels, membership, scheduling. Absolutely. All in one tools. Everything you need to run your business online all in one place. So start your free trial today. Yeah, there's nothing else that come close. Vonza was built from the ground up for entrepreneurs and creators. So start your trial today at Vonza.com. So what about marketing? Online business now is growing, you know, rapidly. And a lot of people are, you know, trying to figure out to do marketing because you do fractional CMO, right? Right. So what are some tips or games that you can give people today that can help them to take their marketing to the next level? So when it comes to marketing, you need a strategy. Okay. (sighs) 
Um, and so you want to begin to do evaluations on your brand. If you are, if you've developed a brand and it's building and it's growing, the direction of your marketing is going to come from what your audience wants, right? So you can do a brand equity study and you can find out what your audience members are enjoying about you, your message, your brand, the inspiration, the, the experience and the personality of the brand. But having that strategy and working with a strategist to put that together so that you have a blueprint. So yes, social media marketing is a component of your marketing, but it's not all of your marketing. So I would first start off with working with a professional to get that strategy done. Wow. Yeah, because I think a lot of times, especially entrepreneurs, we're so like working in the business and on the business, but sometimes we're working so much in the business that we don't step back mm -hmm. and work on it. Right. And so the, having a strategy yep. is very important. And I see a lot of times where entrepreneurs are, they're struggling, but what's really happening is that they're using these tactics as if it's a marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yes, but no. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. it gives them a little bit of what they need, like an influx mm -hmm. of income, but then it, it doesn't last and it right. doesn't carry the brand. So from your perspective, like for PR, like, and I know people say, okay, PR, PR, I have a PR person or what have you, but what does that really translate to for entrepreneurs? Public relations. Mm -hmm. So public relations really translates to your brand reputation. Yes. So it's about your reputation and your brand is about what people say about you when you're not in the room mm -hmm. you have the ability to control part of that narrative by being intentional about your public relations strategy and putting your message out there yes. so gone are the days where you know Yes, you can build a faceless brand, but I honestly feel as if consumers today resonate more with brands that have personality, that have that yes. human connection. Mm -hmm. So by you building a personal brand and you getting into your founder story and sharing your why, what you're doing, why you decided to get into the business and you being able to have an angle, whether it's inspiration or motivation or inf information or entertainment, you've been able to tell that story story is going to increase your credibility, your authority, your notoriety. You're going to be able to get in front of audiences that maybe you haven't been before. For example, I know that being on this podcast is going to position me probably in front of many people who are from Nigeria or other African countries that have businesses where I may not have been able to get in front of that audience without you. Right. Right. right? So it's you being able to connect and leverage with different audiences mm -hmm. in a way that is going to speed up your goals. Yes. So I think, you know, like all the greats talk about how they invest in their marketing and PR, like Grant Cardone or Gary Vee. You know, anybody who is very serious about building a million dollar business, a multi-million dollar, billion dollar business understands the value in investing in their marketing and that PR is always telling your story. Like Grant Cardone says that, you know, he has like a beginner social media or like marketing plan and then like an advanced one. Mm -hmm. And both of these plans mention getting on podcasts or getting a media interview every single week. 
Wow. wow. That's amazing. Wow. So, so much you're learning nearest nation, you know. Uh, <laughs> she ain't you know even that, ran you the cab yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is really Don't amazing. With you know, it. How to do your PRO storytelling and all of this great stuff, you know. So let's kind of come back to you a little bit. Okay. What kind of companies or clients do you typically work with? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I work with a lot of black owned brands okay. and a lot of women owned companies. Come on. Yeah. So I've done politics, running campaigns. I've done medium-sized businesses to corporations. Um, it's been a blessing to have established relationships with like corporations who outsource work to us. Yeah. Um, and even small businesses, it's really been a, a gamut of it. Um, right now, when it comes to the marketing services that we're offering, whether it's B2B or B2C, I really want to focus in on helping those service providers and those agencies who are, you know, have the same similar business model as me scale their operations and grow. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. But I also noticed that you've worked with some brands like Black Enterprise and yeah. so that people. So what do you do for them? You know, maybe somebody's watching right now and they're thinking of, of taking their business or their company to the next level. So what mm-hmm. do you what do you you know, what kind of offer or services do you typically do for those type of organizations? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we've worked with Black Enterprise. Um, they're a client. Rap Snacks is a client. Um, some of those bigger brands that you might be familiar with. And um, so for Black Enterprise, you know, they came with a lot of times what I do is I dig into what are the pain points like, what are the struggles? Where are the holes in the business? How can I bring value into it? So the conversation will always start off around like a marketing PR issue. Okay. Right. So um, with Black Enterprise having the Entrepreneurship Summit, their healthy problem was they needed to connect with a younger audience. Okay. This company is a legacy black owned media company here in the U.S. is one of our longstanding yeah. media companies, you know, being 30 something years old so they have an older demographic naturally but they also have transcended time you know they went from print you know actual magazine to now online to doing digital covers to doing events you know so this is a company that we're all proud of they've been able to to withstand time go through covid come back they went through it all 9-11 like they've seen so much you know and they've still been able to stay in business and um being able to connect with the younger audience means that their legacy will continue the business will continue to grow. So we did something called audience development, specifically around their entrepreneurship summit, which is an event that is geared towards young business owners, millennials and younger. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they want to have a sold out conference. So we brought marketing strategy to ensure that the event was sold out. We also did influencer marketing to make sure not only that the event was sold out, but the who's who like us was in the room mm-hmm. to carry that conversation online so people can see this is an official event. I need to make sure that I'm in the room. Yeah. And then just other other strategies to kind of help on the event side, to help on the marketing side and just really working hands on with their team and just bringing that value to them, um, helping them with some uh, receptions and just connecting like those dots. So that was awesome. And now they're in a space where they're rebranding the summit. So we have even more opportunity to continue that work with them. Awesome. I love that. And I think it like what you're saying is just when I'm thinking from thinking about it from a entrepreneurial perspective, like a lot of times when entrepreneurs are launching a product or they're launching a new service and they're just like, 
posting on social media, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. But it's so much more robust than that. Right. And having this game plan, like literally a blueprint right. to make sure the right type of clientele sees it, mm-hmm. connects, resonates, and then they buy. Like it's right. a whole process. And so I think a lot of entrepreneurs get down on themselves and like, oh, this isn't for me. No, it's for you. You just yeah. didn't follow the process. And it's consistency. <laughs> like that C word. You know, you know, I've been in the game for 15 years. Mm-hmm. It ain't pop off 15. Right. You know, but like you you have to continue to to move forward. And I had a friend come up to me at Black Enterprise Summit. It was like, you know, you're known in the space for PR, right? Like, you know, everybody knows you as that go to PR person. And I was like, yeah, because it was so interesting to come like Atlanta's home for me. So it's so interesting to come back home. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, I need you. I need a meeting. I need to meet. So I'm being pulled in all these directions. Just like, oh, my gosh, like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Let's run all the plays. Wow, that's so powerful. And I think that one of the things that's also missing today is that a lot of people do not know how to tell their story. Yes. Storytelling is really, really uh, hard for a lot of people. They don't know where to start. Or what to yeah. I want to see if we and can highlighting kind of, the right parts of right the story. Because we don't care what you happened to yeah. your second grade. Right. Yes. 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 No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to see if we can kind of highlight a little bit more on that. Yeah. Yes. So at least some people, if, if that's what one of the things that got this episode be really powerful. You mm-hmm. know? So I'm just kind of preparing on maybe your thoughts on setting tips on storytelling. How yeah. can somebody maybe they have a craft, they can dance, they can sing, they can write, they can produce whatever, but now they go on social media and they hear experts say you got to tell your story mm-hmm. and they don't know how to tell it, they don't know where to start from. Are there tips that you can give on storytelling that can help our audience? Yeah, absolutely. I would just encourage you to to get comfortable with the process and documenting your process. Mm. So that may mean you doing video clips, you taking photos, you being able to even do writings. And um, for me, I have something in my phone called like DPG to writings and some Peter writing. And sometimes I just write about my experience. Okay. okay. But most of the times I'm writing about is small business blues. Like this is what happened today. This is what I went through. And it's just me journaling almost as if don't know where these journals may, may take me, but I looked at my phone and it's like 30 journals later. And that could be a manuscript for a book. Okay. Mm. Right. So you might be on an airplane and be like, okay, you just turn on your camera camera for like a minute or two just document what you're doing that day how you're feeling that day what you've learned what you've Mm -hmm. been through I think being able to start documenting and then you taking the time to actually go back and review it you're going to start to get ideas of how you can share parts of your story Mm -hmm. and and what it may look like or how that can translate to an audience so sometimes it's not like just jumping out there right away again it's strategy Mm -hmm. it's having you know that strategy with entrepreneurs who are in the game now, I don't care where you are in your journey, if you're just starting or if you've been in the game for a while, if you have never documented the founder's story, I highly encourage you to document that story in long form. So what that looks like is a nice setup, like how we're doing. And you might take five or six minutes to literally tell your story from, this was the idea, Mm -hmm. this is how I began to get started, then I launched that business, and this is what has happened through the business, and now this is where 
where we are today and this is where I want us to go. And you can share parts of like your personal experience of how you grew up, the things that you may have struggled with, you may have overcome a challenge, you may have fallen and gotten back up. That founder's story has the potential to go viral, especially if you put it on YouTube in long form and people have a, a chance to like really get to experience yeah. you and your heart. Wow, that's so powerful, and and that's why you know we I will share my story. You know, yes. story is so powerful, and sometimes to people they know me by my story. Mm -hmm. I've spoken in conferences, podcasts, do a lot of big events, and then I mean I'm preparing all these wonderful gems I want to you know give to the people <laughs> that they're gonna love, and then months after, someone's like, oh, I heard you speak at this event. I'm like, yeah, they're gonna share something dope that I said at the event, and and I'm like, okay, oh, that's speak about it like I remember what I remember that you came to America with a hundred dollars and a suitcase of clothes you know and now you you know you're multi-millionaire and stuff you know I'm like oh so you that's all you remember all you remember all the, yeah all right wonderful things <laughs> yeah story yeah that you remembered yeah because story connects with people yep people may not remember your points and your powerpoints but they remember something about your story right mm -hmm. and, and i think a new rich nation this is something you need to learn today and this is your permission to tell your story craft your story right of course you have you know many versions of many things that happen in your happen, life. Happen, yeah. But you got to just find the best ones that can really resonate with people and make that your story. Yeah. Right? And people, if I may add a tip too on what you just said, too, people also always like a rat to riches kind of story. Yeah, for sure. Or, you know, uh, rock I, I rock fell, on yeah. the dog. got back up. I got yeah. back up. You know, dog. on the dog. Underdog story. Yes. You know, and don't, don't discourage yourself because yeah. you I feel like your story is not as beautiful, as sexy as the other people's story. Right. It don't matter. Your story is your story. Yeah. Just about finding out to tell it in a way that really resonates with people. Then this is my other question for Dr. Faith question, right? Because I know that this is something too that a lot of people also have struggled with when it comes to their story. It is the confidence to tell the story, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people don't have confidence, you know, so what tips can you share with somebody that maybe they are shy of their story or they feel like their story will not resonate with people and they just have confidence issues? So what tips would you share with them to help them overcome that? Or, or how did you build your confidence to be able to be you and tell your story? I would say two things. First thing is in order for you to tell your story, you do have to be comfortable with sharing those details. Mm -hmm. So don't feel pressure to like share a part of your story that maybe you're not even even over like you haven't come through that struggle yet mm. or you haven't processed it yet yeah. right so you want to first tell when you are when you can confidently tell that story and you're ready to share the details about it mm -hmm. because if somebody wants to dig into that story we don't want you to get emotional too emotional yeah. in the moment so when your heart is ready to share you'll be you know you'll know that you'll you're you're ready um yeah. to share that story but when it comes to like Com being comfortable start small okay you know like start maybe you can start on sm smaller stages smaller podcasts start at church I started at church mm -hmm. I started performing and speaking and oh teaching and talking at church yeah. you need a practice ground uh -huh. you need a ground where you can just get your chops ready yeah. right so if it's at the neighborhood gym or you know maybe it's a it's a camp or going into schools even yeah. talking to the students talking to the because they're going to show you love they just oh, yeah. 
they're gonna they're gonna love on you regardless, right? So start in this with a smaller audience, yeah, and perfect it. And you know, I was a professional career day ter- p- person. The schools always have career day every year, and they would call me to ask me to come talk about my business. And I went to all the schools in Philly and was talking about my business and talking to the students about entrepreneurship. And that was at a time where it wasn't as sexy as it is mm-hmm. now. So I would be the one one you know young person in there with the business, and we have all the other executives, and I would talk about my business. So start with an audience that's small, perfect it, practice it. And I think the more you uh, share it, you'll get a framework. Mm. Right. Like Nehemiah Davis is a perfect example. We know Nehemiah's story and he's been telling that story for 20 years. Come on, Neo. It's the same story. Right. It's the same thing with you. It's the same story. So you'll 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 get a manuscript together and you'll be able um, to perfect that. So I remember like recently I did a post about my new car that I got. And thank you. Come on, Whip. And I get a ride. Come to Miami. Okay. I got you. <laughs> I got you. And it was like that experience brought me back to a story, a part of my story I never told. Okay. Mm. You know, of how like for about eight or nine years I didn't have a car. Wow. You know, and I like was in I was living in Philadelphia and my car actually got told by the Philadelphia Parking Authority. And I said, Well, maybe I'm not responsible enough to have a car. So y'all just gonna keep this car because I was getting parking tickets. I was like, you know, just getting all of those tickets or things of that sort like parking was an issue and I was just like maybe I need to grow in this space of having the responsibility of this freedom Mm -hmm. so for eight years I did trains I did Ubers I walked I biked I ran like I had to hot rides with family and friends I had to borrow my parents car like I didn't have a car Mm -hmm. and so by me you know I went from no car to now having a brand new Mercedes Benz like fresh out the wrapping 2023 no miles on a car like first owner and I was like it and God blessed me I don't know I wasn't even like thinking about getting a car it was just like here's the car you know and so and I remember one time walking through the airport and I was like made a promise to God I said God you know you you know please bless my business with more opportunities for me to travel globally and I promise that I'm going to get better at being on time I was I was late you know like running through the airport trying to make my flight my mama always worried like I hope she make the flight hope she make the flight because I'm running late having this car showing up late it was just like those are just signs of being irresponsible and nobody likes an irresponsible businesswoman Mm. so I had to to learn how to perfect those small things to be a better CEO. Mm. And I did because when you call an Uber, you better get down there or they're going to leave you. Sure will. That train going to leave you and the plane going to leave you. Mm-hmm. You know, so sharing parts of that story was just like, wow, I've never shared this. But it took me back to like, I had to learn all of this and I had to sacrifice not having a car yes. to actually get to the point to where I can be blessed with this luxury. Wow. But those were your growing pains. Yeah. were things that you know and we sleep on the things that we've learned and we've overcome Mm -hmm. but that actually I mean your story resonates with me I've always had a car I've that's never been my story but I have gone you know in certain aspects of my business where it would be up and I'd be making money and we're making money it's hey we're making it rain it's all (laughs) and I'm telling you and it would be drought nothing coming in nothing happening and it's like what is going on but to me it's 
it, if it would be embarrassing, like, I don't want to share that. I don't want to talk about that. Right. But I'm not in that same place anymore. Mm-hmm. What happened? My growing pains, learning certain things and piecing things together to where now I don't have those droughts anymore. And those droughts were really bad. He met me during the drought. OK, mm-hmm. those droughts were really bad. But now I'm on the other side. Yep. And so New Rich Nation, your story is so powerful and it connects with people. Now I feel closer to you just knowing that like, about you. Like, come on, sis. Right. She leveled up in life and you always want to surround yourself with people who have been through something. So then you realize, okay, I've been through something too and we're similar in that right. story. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> Stuff today, y'all. That is so awesome, you know. Okay, so we're going to start wrapping up now. Yeah. So, if you can look at these two questions, the first one is that, so what's something dope about you that a lot of people don't know? Mm. So a lot of people who have, who are following me now, met me after college, doesn't know that I'm a trained ballet jazz dancer. Wow. They don't know, you know, I've performed, I've been in dance companies um, and I've been doing that. That That's my passion. Like I've been doing that since I was six and I always um, ask God to continue to make space in my life for that gift. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so amazing. That's a beautiful and I make a mean pot of collard greens. Okay. Hey, okay. Guys, y'all know that either. Okay. <laughs> fresh collard greens. Fresh collard greens. Yes. <laughs> that's so amazing. Wash Actually. them, get all that green. Wash them. Cut them up. You do it right. <laughs> I think uh, round up this episode. I just want to remind everybody that this episode is brought to you, sponsored by Vonza, the only one platform to start and grow your business online. What Vonza does really well is that it puts all your essential tools for your online business in one single dashboard. Before Vonza, you have to use so many different tools to do multiple things in your business, but Vonza puts all your tools from your online course, your membership, your funnels, your email marketing, scheduling, 12 tools in one so that you don't have to pay for 12 tools. You just pay for one simple tool to run your business online. So if you have an online business, a coaching program, a course, a membership, or whatever it is you want to do, go to Vonza right now. Create a totally free account. No, to, no credit card required to start your business. So before we let Jada go, because we know she's busy and she has a lot of other things to do. So can you look at this camera right here? This is your camera. And just share something really dope to uh, with an entrepreneur? What's one takeaway? What's one business uh, tip or something dope that you want to leave with an entrepreneur? So to the entrepreneurs who are listening right now, I encourage you to learn as much as you can about the sales process and the marketing process and having systems like that in your business. I know for sure that if I had access to that information earlier in my business, that we had, we would, we would be further along at this point. It took us a while to get to multiple six and I don't want that to happen to you. So I encourage you to get a sales coach, learn about the sales process. If you are an entrepreneur, you must fall in love with marketing and sales and it could be uncomfortable, but once you start seeing the return on it and you get comfortable, you know what your storytelling is about and you know the audience you want to impact and you have a greater why those systems in your business is going to help you get to that six figure and help you get to that seven figure so we do have a mastermind coming up and if you need assistance with the storytelling the power of storytelling and these marketing and sales systems for your business I encourage you to connect with me on Instagram at dpjeter and come out to meet up to millions mastermind August 17th through the 19th in my Miami, Florida. Awesome. I just going to ask you, how do people find you, connect with you? So can 
you give it to them one more time where they can find you, connect with you, and be a part of this great mastermind that you're having soon? Get connected with me on Instagram at DP Jeter, just like Derek Jeter. In the link in my bio, you'll get access to all of my programs, whether it's coaching, one-on-one, and even some of the marketing services we have, along with any upcoming events that I have going on. So you can send me a DM, let me know if you've seen this episode, and I would love to connect with you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, New Rich Nation, we are coming to a close, but I have to tell you, it's all about that sales and marketing when it comes to your business. Work smarter, not harder. That is so awesome. So thank you for watching. If you really love this episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And remember to tell your story because the money, the influence, everything you need is in, in your the story. story. And your story helps you to better connect with your audience and also help them to better connect with you as well. Daniel Jeter. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming and blessing uh, this episode today. So make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> and Nourish Nation we we'll see you in the next episode. And tell us in the comments what you're going to start working on in your business with the nuggets that you learned from this episode. All right. See you next episode. Ciao.